Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stunning Steve Barber. Joining me as my co-host is, as always, Delicious Dwayland Davis. Hey, everybody. And for those of you watching on YouTube, first of all, hopefully the new intro video, you know, looks good. Uh, but if you notice, we have a third person with us, and this is wrestler at the NWF. But there's a surprise with her also. She there's more than just the wrestler here. But this is Jack Stinger. How you doing, Jack? Good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. And I gotta say, I mean, you're the first active duty military person we've ever had on the show because you are a captain in the army. Yes, that is correct. And I've I've always been trying to figure out how do you balance that, you know, being in the army and and of course, okay, first, why the army, not the air force? I'm kind of partial. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, got a little bit of a biased opinion, you know, but but how do you balance that? Um, you know, doing doing both because I know I know how busy one will keep you. Yeah, I um, well. When I started wrestling, um, I kind of waited until I got to an assignment where I had a little bit more free time Um, and just kind of, I was near, I mean, I was near Cincinnati. And so I just kind of Googled like wrestling schools near me and then found one that I liked. And it actually, um, I had been there for maybe a year. Yeah. So I got there in 2020. Um, I had been there a year before I even actually started seriously looking into doing the wrestling. Um, but on my army side, uh, I was in recruiting. And so that was a, an assignment where it allowed me a little bit more free time, uh, and a little bit more, um, uh, predictability that's a uh, so yeah, I kind of figured yeah. out didn't have to go to the field don't have to worry about you know super intensive training cycles things like that so um it really allowed me to explore the other things that i like um that was not army <laughs> right <laughs> um so do you have like any social media for your wrestling uh, I do have an Instagram. Uh, okay. It's just Jack Stinger at Jack Stinger on Instagram. Um, that's it for right now, though. Okay. Um, so hopefully more in the future. Yeah. All I'm right. just trying to get better at social media, <laughs> social media presence. <laughs> it's definitely uh, something you got to practice. Well, speaking of social media, I'll go ahead and give our contact and listing info. If you'd like to email the show, email, email us at podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchair booking podcast. You can find us also on Instagram at armchair booking. You can find us on Twitter at booking armchair. Find us on TikTok at armchair booking podcast. If you're on YouTube, you already know about that channel. That's the only video outlet that I know of. But as far as audio platforms go, we're on just about every kind of audio platform you can think of. If we're not there, let one of us know. Let Jackie know. She'll let us know. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) We'll we'll do what we can to get ourselves added. You can also find Dwayland on Twitter at fat underscore daddy 73 because he is the fat daddy and his lovely wife is Big Mama. That's legit. Not the Big Mama you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're Miss, Miss Jacks. Not not your Big Mama you know what I'm talking about? 
mm-hmm. but his own big mama. But the, <laughs> but they have met on Zoom. But they yeah. have met. Yeah. But he has. Uh, his, <laughs> but they have their own TikTok and YouTube called Big and Fat. Those nice combination. That is legit. I <laughs> yep. like that. So thank you. And I, yep. And I also have my own other podcast as well called the cubicle chad this is my way of talking about other things besides wrestling and Dwayne has his way of talking about other things besides wrestling because as much mm-hmm. as what we love wrestling sometimes we want to talk about other things yeah <laughs> yeah know, because uh yeah and if you want some of our merchandise um miss jacks you've actually seen my armchair booking t-shirt you know you can go always go to tpublic.com slash users uh slash armchair dash booking dash podcast boom did i forget anything Dwayne? No, I think that's it. Yeah, now hopefully if I did everything right, I'll be able to put it across the mm-hmm. you know, the video as we were talking about it. I did a lot of experimenting with video this weekend. Um, and Jackie, if you had, don't notice, you got somebody watching you right here. That's Wildcat. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching to make sure this goes okay. So <laughs> I'll do my but, best. Yeah, do your best because you know you don't you don't want cat coming after you. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, one of the nicest people I could ever, uh, you know, I've ever met, though. But at the same time, I mean, I'm watching him when he's watching the reaction. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not even trying to talk to him right now because he's looking pretty intense. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so you said, um, as far as you like your time in the business, you started in 2020. In uh, so I came to like the Cincinnati area in 2020, um, but I didn't actually. St- get into wrestling until the following summer in 21. Okay. Right when the COVID restrictions were starting to, to kind of lift. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I remember seeing you pull security at some of the, the matches. Yes. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, even then I'm like, that girl's in the military. You just had, the, <laughs> you know, there's a look, you know what I'm talking about. There's a look certain people have, you know, you're like that person's in the military. You know, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times with guys, you know, it's the hair. You know, yeah. but with girls, I mean, it's like a certain stare. You're like, okay, she's serious, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, and then lo and behold, I was right. But you were originally from Michigan. Uh, I am, yes. So Wolverine, through and through. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Buckeye. I am not originally from this area, so I am not part of that whole thing that happens in the end of November when everybody <laughs> starts referring to that state up north or whatever the state down you know that I'm like no 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 North Carolina yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> but I can also kind of kind of claim Kentucky not the school but that's actually Dwayne yeah. and I we met uh, in, in Hopkinsville mm-hmm. which is right by Fort Campbell okay. my, yeah my stepdad he um, that's where he PCS too um the summer between my freshman and sophomore year okay you know so um so Dwayne knows all about living in an army town yeah yeah <laughs> fun stuff um, yeah but when you were in michigan okay now my watch is trying to talk to me right in the middle of the interview <laughs> um so what was your background growing up? Were you into sports? Were you into performing? Because I know there's rest- some wrestlers who were like theater kids. And so that's also something else that they can bring into the sport. You know, um, so what was yours? I, I can't say that I was any of those. Um, <clears throat> I was a J-Rotsy kid. 
when I was in high school. Um, that was what I did. Um, I didn't, I didn't play any sports or anything like that. Um, like as part of the high school. So when I was, well, when I finished up my freshman year of high school, uh, I did start playing softball for like a community league. Um, but it was co-ed and it was, like I was the youngest person on the team. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did that for six years. Um, but besides that, I wasn't into, I, I specifically didn't play any sports or anything like that. Um, I was just always part of JROTC, uh, and then I did, like, color guard, drill team. Um, Literally any team that we had, I was on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that was kind of what I did in high school. Uh, And then in college, it's just continued playing with that same um, softball league. Uh, And then um, I was on the color guard for the senior ROTC program. Uh, and then that was kind of it as, as far as um, sports teams goes. So where'd you go to college? University of Michigan, Dearborn. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what what inspired you to become a wrestler? Did you watch wrestling as a kid? or was Definitely. That okay. That was like... That was my thing um, as a kid was like watching wrestling um, just week in and week out. Uh, and it wasn't until uh, like I, I obviously like in the 90s, there was DX um, and I got really into China um, just because she was one of the first females that I saw anyway that was um I mean, she was strong, like physically strong. You could see how strong she was. Um, She showed it in the ring. um, And it wasn't just about, you know, the bra and panty match kind of things that they did with women wrestlers back then. Uh, And even though that was still during the time that she wrestled, um, like just her whole being was just like something different. Um, And it was something that like, I could see myself doing. Right. And uh, so China was your favorite wrestler, I'm assuming, or was there some other ones that you liked? Yeah. I, I Well, I like China. Um, I liked, I liked Mickey James. Um, I was really into Beth Phoenix when she like first came out just cause she kind of symbolized that same kind of mm-hmm. energy with, uh, just like the strength, you know. Um, and then as as far as like the men wrestlers go, I, I don't really know why, but when I was a kid, I was like really into test. Um, <laughs> like back then it wasn't really like focused on like the wrestling kind of thing. It was just like, I really like test. And I'm like, I don't remember anything about him except for that <laughs> I liked him for some reason. Um, and then later on, I, I got really into um, like John Cena when he had like the Doctor Thugonomics kind of thing going yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, really into Batista. That was like for the longest time, Batista was like my favorite wrestler. Like I had posters like on my walls, and 
<laughs> I was like really into it. So it was pretty great. So you were down in Cincinnati and you looked up, <clears throat> okay, wrestling schools in the area. And of course you came across Bone Crushers. Yes. Which once again, I'm, I mean, I know I'm a little biased just because I know a lot of the people now at Bone Crushers. I'm friends with them. But I'm, I've seen the product coming out of Bone Crushers. And I know it's just absolutely one of easily one of the best schools anybody can go to as far as wrestling goes. And definitely. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you see, you got Wildcat. There he is. You know, <laughs> as the <laughs> top trainer. And, you know, and that's a guy who's been, you know, like top of the mountain, you know, so he could tell you all the way from the bottom to the top and, and back everything you're going to experience. And, I mean, and what do you think, Joel? He was probably one of the, our favorite interviews we've ever done. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I can tell he really cares about what he does as far as the training goes and he makes sure everybody is ready. Um, you know, so have you had an opportunity to train anywhere else or so what are you doing now that you're in Missouri? Because um, even if you could drive back to Cincinnati every weekend, I know the army would kind of frown on you driving that far back every <laughs> single weekend. Definitely would. Um, right now I'm just kind of taking a break of sorts just to get kind of into the rhythm of this new position that I'm in. Um, and then honestly, I'm just kind of feeling it out from there. Um, unfortunately, I'm in like literally the middle of nowhere. And so um, the majority, really all of the wrestling schools and like promotions and things like that, that are um, in Missouri are around the larger cities. Mm -hmm. So Kansas City, St. Louis, uh, and even uh, in Des Moines, Iowa. But they're all like two hours, 45 minutes. Right. Oh, one way. Okay. And so like that's I would have to not be working on a Saturday or like whenever, you know, mm -hmm. something is going on. Um and you know, that's a three hour drive almost one way. So um right now I'm just kind of filling this job out. Um there are some times where I do have to work on like Saturday just to do like some training event with um cadets so i'm just i just don't have that predictability at the moment to kind of pursue it further right yeah but i do look forward to wrestling again because yeah, joylan you know remember we know somebody in kansas city yeah mm -hmm. that guy um big country matt stockdale yeah i, don't, I, I mean he's kind of wrestling part-time because i know he has a little, some other stuff going on yeah on his facebook but yeah if you need somebody yeah um we can get you in touch with him. He could maybe steer you in a good direction. Okay. Um, you know, so That'd be great. Um, so as far as like matches go, what are some of your your favorite matches you've been in, and then some of your favorite matches that you have watched? Ooh. Um. <clears throat> well. I'll say my favorite match that I specifically was in was my debut. Um, I, I think just the energy leading up to debuting, um, being paired with. Um, so my first debut match or my debut match was with Savannah Sweet. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, you know, we both debuted at the same time uh, on the same, you know, in the match together. And so it was something that was new and it was just like, I don't know, it was it's just so different from something I've experienced in just being excited about. Uh, and then even though, even though I lost the match, though she cheated, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think like just the adrenaline that I felt like initially from that match um, and just just that being my first match was just like the greatest feeling um, that I haven't haven't felt that again. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of my matches, like I do get excited about, um, but you know, like your first one is just, I, I don't know if there's any topping it. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, but, was, that in, um, was that in Covington? Uh, it was, it was actually at, at Bone Crushers. Was at it? A Bone oh, okay. Crushers event. Okay. Cause for some reason, I, I think I saw you and Savannah wrestle at Covington. It must've been, um, uh, well, it definitely wasn't your first match. Yeah, I don't. I th- at least I thought that it wasn't. We you. were part of the Lumberjill match between Ella and um, Selena Dean. Okay. And so we were some of the Lumberjills that were surrounded the ring on the outside. That, that was in hits. That was a fun match to watch. Uh, because I saw Miss Callie lay into somebody because normally yeah, she just I saw her, she was like, pop, pop. I'm like, oh, yeah, you got awesome. to see a different side of her that night. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, I know she used to wrestle, you know, a lot, and well, it kind of came back. Because yeah, Joel, I wish I'd have caught that on video. Out of <laughs> oh, so about and a lot of times I'll ask anybody, you know, where all of you traveled to for wrestling but in your case i'm a, i'm going to guess the army has also sent you traveling different places <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah yeah where all have you been able to well we'll just go with the wrestling you know where have you been able to travel to specifically because of wrestling um so actually haven't traveled too much for the wrestling um like i i had a match in a couple of matches in indiana uh, and I wrestled in Kentucky, um, so just that kind of tri-state little area for now. Um, there were some other st- events that were supposed to happen, but unfortunately, due to just um, people getting sick, uh, we weren't able to do. But um, definitely look forward to doing a lot more traveling in the future. You know, when Big Mama, she took a whole crew up to Canada. Would you have been able to go on that? Yes. So um, I was supposed to go, um, but I think um, something happened to where, like, I guess the the promoter or the individual that was, you know, in charge of that event, um, I guess they went with one of their people like one of their um one of the wrestlers that was already there, which kind of makes sense because, you know, that's just another person traveling long distance. So um so unfortunately I couldn't make that. But so how much paperwork could you have had to because I mean obviously, you know, if you're going out of a certain area, you gotta put it in leave. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but, I was definitely prepared to do the whole whole packet. Uh, yeah, because um, um, because I mean, I had a I had a security clearance and I was in, you know, because I was mm-hmm. uh, I was equivalent of a ninety eight kilo. I was signals intel, you know. So anytime we even looked at you know a map of like a different country that we want to just go visit, we're having to fill out all sorts of paperwork. Like here you mm-hmm. go, <laughs> dude. I mean, it was it was crazy sometimes. And then you know, of course, doing my uh, the update every five years at the time. Where all of you travel to? And it's like when I was stationed in England, it's like, oh, good God, okay, we were in Europe. I mean, you can't help yeah. but travel because it's all right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, being stationed in Dayton, now you're not doing a whole lot of traveling to right. the whole country there, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I wish you would have gone on that uh, that Canada trip because they all seemed like they had a pretty good time. Yeah, know? they did. Oh, and well. <sighs> Speaking of military and that kind of the connection, what are your thoughts on Lacey Evans? Um, you know, I really like her as a wrestler. Um, and I think, I mean, the, when I kind of got into like me wrestling, um, I think seeing her wrestle and like knowing like she also started her training when she was still active duty as a Marine. Um, really? She did. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know uh, that. I so, thought she was done. So. so I believe she started her training and I think it was like, might've been her squad leader or whatever the, you know, Marine equivalent is of that. Um, that kind of got her, her into it. At least that's what I read. Um, and so you know, her wrestling in WWE only a few years later mm-hmm. kind of, you know, gives me that like motivation of like, you know, you can, you can still do this. Uh, right. And there's actually like a, a few people that are, um, that are veterans that are currently wrestle for WWE, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, and I only recently found that out like uh, Bobby Lashley, he mm-hmm. served in the yep. army. Well, um, I believe Montez Ford as well. He's a Marine. Uh, he yep. served. Um, and so just like people like that, knowing that they, that they've done that, you know, prior to wrestling, uh, and then they're still able to make it, you know, to the top, but a mountain kind of deal is pretty cool. Yep. Uh, road dog. He was a Marine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Randy Orton was in the Marine Corps. He got in a little trouble. He got a mm-hmm. bad conduct discharge, so he can't even call himself a Marine anymore. You know how that goes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, you got to get that honorable discharge. You can't get a big chicken dinner. And then, you know, but he got court-martialed a couple times. But, I mean, he, he regrets doing that. And, you know, um, I think who were some of the other ones? And I used to be able to just rattle them off now. That yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, now, now it's going to drive me nuts, Dwayne. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I'll be googling it later. Like, hmm. <laughs> uh, and one of the very early, early episodes of the show. I mean, um, my former co is Kyle. He's also a veteran, and he and I actually did a show talking about veterans. You know, being like we did like a top ten veterans, but of course we listed a lot of other ones that we knew about. Um, and you and Lacey Evans are actually the only two female veterans. Uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure there's more. You know what? I'm going to Google it right now, Joel. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, Julie, y'all, y'all talk amongst yourselves. You know, I'll, I'll watch uh yeah Dwayne, you have any questions uh for miss miss um no X? not at the moment just enjoying the conversation yeah because we're going to get Dwayne to come up here um you know hopefully soon dude if you can come up here in march go to the thing in chillicothe mm. oh yes i will actually be there for that <laughs> um well okay three female u.s military veterans who once competed in wwe Lacey Evans, yep. Uh, ba ba ba. Come on, why they have to make things on this? Big Swole. That's right. I forgot oh, he was in the military. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Air Force. Yeah. I'll give the I'll give the Air Force huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, I guess she has Crohn's disease. Yeah, yeah. she does. Ew. Yeah, that's impacted her wrestling career a lot. Oh, She's I had, can. Yeah. It, yeah, uh, one of mine and Dwayne's best friends, his wife, she actually has Crohn's disease, and she was in the military. She was in the Air Force, and she had to be discharged for it. So, yeah, I had a one of my NCOs had the same thing. Um, it, it, no fun. Well, he was. Yeah, I I can't imagine. Um, Trish Adora. Not never heard know. that one. Yeah, I haven't either. No, and I'm looking and. Um, hey, hey, she was in Afghanistan. How do you like that? Uh, she, I'm guessing she's done some dark matches because it says GCW, oh, okay. AEW, and Beyond Wrestling. Uh, once in the WWE ring, she lost to Kyrie Sane. Okay. So, mm-hmm. all right there, uh, all right there, Jax, you're going to be the next one. We're going to see. Yep. You know, yep. Keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean, I you got the talent. I know that for for certain. I mean, I've seen it. Um, in fact, the last time I saw you, I was like, did y'all turn her heel? I asked, uh, Tasha, I was like, when did y'all turn her heel? And she said, tonight. <laughs> tonight, <laughs> like, like right now. Yeah. I mean, and, it, and <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I was shocked to see you anyway, because I knew you had moved and all of a sudden, you know, you would come back for a weekend. I was like, oh, good mm-hmm. to see you. Why are you, be, why are you being mean to the other girls? <laughs> Uh, Can't lie, it was pretty fun. <laughs> now, it was pretty fun. I mean, we've always asked you know, uh, some we know have wrestled on both sides of the coin. Which do you prefer? You know, so which, do you prefer a face or do you prefer a heel? Mm-hmm. I can't lie. It's like since I've done it so long, like being uh, a face is like. I would say like the best. Um, I think as um, probably as time goes on and as I get, you know, more experience, um, my answer might change, might stay the same. But I'd say for right now, just just because like I've done it so long uh, well, in comparison to how long I've wrestled um, that that's been the most fun. Joyla, I know your answer. Heel. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I, <laughs> when I was a kid, I gravitated toward the heels. When I was an adult, I still like the heels better. I, I'm almost 50, and I still, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a good baby face, but there's nothing better than a, than a really good heel. Like right now, like 
MJ, MJF is just killing it as yeah, a yeah. you know top level heel. So it's like, and it's I've, from everybody we've talked to and everything I've read, it's like it's so much easier to be a heel than a face. It's so much easier to get that heel heat than it is to get the baby face heat. But that's what makes baby face so great, though. And that's what I've heard. Because you have to work harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Uh, so you knew that Nikki Victory is now a heel. She's a heel. I did see that. Yep. I was there when it happened. I mean, well, the sad thing about, well, not really sad, but Joel and I, we've both been watching wrestling. You know, Joel's been watching since he was like five. I've been watching since I was about nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we see the patterns when they start to emerge. Yeah. And I'm like, we yeah. Saw it, we saw it coming. So yep. I was like, we just didn't know when they were going to pull the trigger on it, but it was had that slow burn and it's like, it, it it's coming. Mm-hmm. They're, they're yep. setting everything up. And <laughs> now the way they did it when she came in and she punched Andrew Reed in a very not nice spot <laughs> with a chain. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, there it is. And then when Riley came in to ask her, I actually got the picture when she's charging Riley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. He sent me that one. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and I also got the picture when Nikki and Joshua are laying the boots to Andrew Reed. And, <laughs> and I was like, yep, couples goals. And I posted yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, she's, she's also done heel stuff like in AEW Dark. Yeah. You know, uh, so she, it's not like she's never done, but that was not necessarily long-term now. You know, of course she was at, you know, one of the most popular ones there. And when they're either one of the most popular or one of the most hated, that's when you turn them mm-hmm. and it just, it just builds, yep. Yep. you know? So, um, but some not kind of non-wrestling questions with like, I'm going to guess that you drove back to Cincinnati. You didn't fly. Correct. Yeah. So, when you're on the road, what's normally like on your playlist music wise? Or do you like some people just some people listen to podcasts like the entire time? I'm like, I'm a podcaster. Dwayne's a podcaster. Could we listen to podcasts all the time? Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, sometimes I do, but you but we're both also music guys. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so what's Honestly, going on your playlist? I listen to a mix of stuff. And uh the genre will depend on what kind of mood I'm in. So um, right now I'm listening to like Beyonce's new album. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been like on repeat. Uh, I also like to listen to um, like more poppy kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Every time someone asks me about music, it's like I forget all the music I ever listened to in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I always Um, say my music range goes from you got to hear this to don't judge me. And and everything in between. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Um, Listen to like Kehlani, um, even Nico Moon. uh, Who else? Celine Dion. Like, and it just kind of, <clears throat> honestly, sometimes it kind of will dictate on how sleepy I am. Right. So <laughs> if I'm, if I start to get, you know, find myself getting really tired, then I'm going to turn on some, 
some punk rock, some like Rage Against the Machine type, like wake yep. me up yep. kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, my playlist is just like mix match, like from song to song. Me too. Good. I have a I have a playlist on uh, Amazon Music, and it's just Dad's mixtape, and it's a little bit of everything. <laughs> and then I just when I'm driving, I just hit shuffle, and I mean you'll literally hear like five different genres by the time I drive from my house to like Walmart. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, I did that uh, today driving home from work, but it's just random. But it says, okay, but judging what, what you've listening to, but the, the issue is not an issue, but it's me and my wife and my daughter mm-hmm. and my son. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's whatever we've all. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So it start, starts with hate breed and then it went to like the midnight, you know, then it went to Van Morrison yeah. Then it went to the Beatles. Then it jumped on Megadeth. Then it went to Lamb of God. And then it uh, jumped to that one song from that movie, Lost Boys. I still believe. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that one. And I'm like, man, we are just really seriously all over the place. I, <laughs> actually, the person we've interviewed who has the prize so far for the most eclectic was King Titan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> His, it was like just like, wow. Yeah. And I think after him was uh, Joe Pro James. His yeah, was I another so. one. Yeah. That I was, believe yeah, it. Yeah, I took, <laughs> yeah, some, I notes. I took some notes from both of them on, on yeah. songs. I was like, hey, I hadn't heard this one. Let me check that one. And, and actually, I think Joe Pro, he said, it, he said, well, he said, I like kind of a mixture of country and jazz. And so really one of my favorites is the Allman Brothers. I'm like, oh, that makes sense then. You yeah. Know, kind of <laughs> yeah. Country yeah. and jazz it's together. Kind of, yep. Yep. So, um, and while you were in Cincinnati, I'm pretty sure that you got to try the different chilies. And so you should probably know the next question. Which do you prefer, Skyline or Gold Star? I do not prefer either. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. ah, look at that. <laughs> so you've tried yeah, them both and just don't jam. like them? Yeah. Um, well, get either that or, you know, she's really that much against Ohio being from. <laughs> you know, that was partially it. That it's was like, partially it. It took like me a, a long time to like even, even try them because I was, I was like, I don't know. And then I'm like, you know, chocolate and cinnamon don't go in chili. So I don't. Thank you. Yeah. It, that's yeah. not. It, it, nah. All right. I got to admit. I mean, I. It's not probably... a supplementary ingredient. It's not a main ingredient. It just. No, it just should not be just there. Don't go. It yeah, be there. just don't go there. I've um, never tried it, but I, those two ingredients should not go in chili. Well, dude, when you come up here, we're going to have to go to Skyline. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to be like MJF. You know, the first time they came to Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there watching. I, I'm watching on TV because, you know, I'm stupid and hit my tickets for the event 30 miles away. But <laughs> we're watching it. And my wife, a lot of times she doesn't pay attention. She tries to pretend she's not a wrestling fan. But she heard MJF say something about Skyline. She turned around and looked at She's like, do what? What do you say? What? Yeah. <laughs> do, I, do I need to go down there? You know, it's um, mid. Yeah, it's yeah. mid. <laughs> mid. But, but then the next time he came back, he actually tweeted. He's like, you know what? I tried it. It's not mid. He actually did. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it on yeah. Twitter. He was like, I was wrong. He he did yeah. add. He's like, that's the only time you're ever going to hear me say that. But <laughs> um, but how about Frisch's with the whole tartar sauce and hamburger? Yeah. No. Not, not, that's dig, not, not digging that either. No. Yeah, I tried that when I lived there. There's a Frisch's in Louisville when I went to school there, and I tried that, and it's like, nah, can't eat no. 
I'm not a fan of tartar sauce anyway, and but I tried it because I had friends up there and they were like, oh, this is amazing. You got to try it. And I tried it and I'm like, I just ruined my sandwich. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I okay, it's not that I'm a big, you know, the, Ohio would not have been my first choice as a state to move to when I retired, you know, mm-hmm. but my wife is from here. And so, you know, mm-hmm. we, and because, you know, she's going to be close to her family. And I had my notes up and they disappeared. Um, And I've gotten used. Okay. I don't mind frishes. I actually will order a big boy with the, with the tartar sauce on there. Um, If I had to choose one between Skyline and Gold Star, probably Skyline, but I won't turn down Gold Star. Uh, Putting chili on spaghetti to me is still a little weird, but I usually get the conies, you know, a hot dog with chili on it, you know, like a chili cheese dog. I mean, chili cheese dog's fine, but just chili on spaghetti. No. No. <laughs> oh, trust me, you tell people like around here, you know, who grew up with it, and they're like, what do you mean you don't put chili on spaghetti? Yeah, it's like disrespectful. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I know your feelings on that, you know, the university up in Columbus. Uh, but what do you think about the candy, the buckeyes? Um, I've actually never had any. Really? Yeah. Well, do you like Reese's? Like I do. The chocolate and peanut butter thing? That's that's really what it is. It's like a peanut butter ball surrounded by chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard about it. I just haven't... haven't. I, I also don't eat a lot of candy, though, too, so I wouldn't be inclined to buy it if I saw it. But... So what is your workout schedule like? Like... Is it Army PT every day? Like every morning? Uh, fortunately, you know, um, so we do, so right now I am an instructor for the ROTC program uh, at the university. And so, um, we do PT three days a week. Uh, and then outside of that, I usually, um, I go to like the gym on campus, um, like two days a week. So usually like Monday and Wednesday, because those are two days that I don't have class. Uh, and then after work, I go basically every day of the week, minus maybe Sunday. I usually don't, but usually, so three days, like mandatory, like wake up early, mm-hmm. wake up at five to go work out and do whatever workout they're doing for the day. Uh, and then outside of that, I just try to go during lunch and then I go after work. Okay, so not the not the hard. Well, my my stepdad was a Green Beret, so I was used to him doing those kind of workouts. Which mm-hmm. have, you ever, have you ever seen the Special Forces workouts? <laughs> and like he asked me if I wanted to do that, and I was like, no, no, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 it's all right. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know, um, because we're talking like he. I actually had some weights at my house, you know, um, and he grabbed uh, the plates and he took them to work, and he never brought them back home. You know, um, but I was like, hey, where are they at? But I said, like, what were you doing with them? He put them in a backpack and they had a stadium on Fort Campbell, you know, like um, where the, the high school, you know, the, is where mm-hmm. the football field was. He would run up the steps down the bleachers, up the steps down the bleachers till he got to the other end. Then he'd go up the bleachers, down the steps, up the bleachers with that backpack. With oh, wow. Yeah, bleachers. that yeah. is, that's too high speed for me. Yeah. That's... Yeah. <laughs> so, 
My hat's off to him. That's that's that makes my back hurt just thinking about it. Same. Oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so um now yeah, well, because you're a captain, but yes. Usually the head instructor I'm guessing is either major, light colonel, or full bird. Yeah, it's a lieutenant colonel. Okay. Yeah, but you have your own crew platoon. Um, I don't know the army. Term. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I yeah, shouldn't know this. You would think, but I don't because it's company and then platoon. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, um, the way that the ROTC programs are usually set up is um, they have established like cadet leadership. So there's a cadet battalion commander. There's you know cadet battalion XO, company commander, etc. Like all the way down the line down to, you know, platoon sergeant, platoon leader, squad leader. Um, and so when it comes to um, making decisions and stuff like that about the program, usually the cadet battalion commander kind of consults with the lieutenant colonel um, and, you know, kind of either back briefs or um, kind of shoots ideas at them to see, like, Hey, is this something that kind of makes sense for us to do? Um, and he kind of gives them a kind of yes or no. Uh, and then for me, I kind of mentor the cadet battalion XO. Um, okay. And so since their, their job is to synchronize, you know, the different staff positions and make sure everything is um, coordinated, you know, between the different sections that have things to do for training events or, um, just like day-to-day activities within ROTC or if we're doing like recruiting events, things like that. Um, I just kind of give her ideas of things to think about and then make sure that while we're planning training and um, coordinating resources and things like that, that we're, um, that she's basically on the right track. So I, I'm not going to do the work for her. Um, and, and the cadets here are like, they're smart and they, they, you know, are go-getters. So um, for the most part, they go and do the thing. Uh, and then if there's something that they just are really not sure of, or um, that they just, you know, would like some actual army folks, you know, input on to make sure that, you know, this thing makes sense. Um, and we just kind of make sure like, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, and then, um, kind of give them the army spin on it. So for for some some folks, um, this is their first kind of exposure to the army and to, you know, some some people have never touched a weapon before. They've never even seen a weapon in person before other than like TV. And so um, there's some people who have. And so we kind of have to meld the training to fit all of those individuals. Uh, And then make sure that we're doing it in the way that makes sense, but also giving them leeway to kind of make decisions um, since that's what they're going to be doing as lieutenants. So you train the future leaders. Yeah. Uh, So now you need to open up your own school out there. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not in this specific area, but. uh, Maybe not there, but I mean, you know, because you're already used to teaching and you're already a leader. Know that, Um, you know, so you can, have to kind of recruit some of your cadets. Hey, let's start a, a wrestling thing over here. 
you know, <laughs> but then that that might just get you in trouble. <laughs> right. well, you yeah. know, they did. We did just start a combatives team, so oh, there you go. We'll get some some sort of training in. All right, um, you might be the perfect person to ask about this because when I was going through um, a school down in Pensacola at a Navy base, I was Air Force, went to tech school at a Navy base. And the army was doing their combat training. And I told somebody, use the Cobra clutch. And they looked at me and they're like, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, basically, it's a double sleeper hold. And I explained, you know, you grab one side, you grab the arm, the other one you have there. I said, and you're, you're actually applying pressure on both sides of the neck. It's like a double sleeper hold. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody tried it. One person said they were, they were trying to try it, but they never were able to really get it on. Would you use that? when you're teaching combative maneuvers? Uh, eh, maybe not. Uh, I'm just telling you, I think it's a legit move, but that's just me. I, it is a legit move. However, when you're talking about, um, so, and, and I'm not specifically the combatives instructor, just cause I'm not, I've not been trained to be a combatives instructor. Right. Um, but from what I've observed is, you know, when you're applying those kind of holds, it's to cut off circulation. And that's what causes, you know, the individual to pass out so quickly rather than to cut off airflow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know how, how much pressure can be applied to the correct area to kind of uh, gotcha. do that mm-hmm. quickly. Well, if you ever decide to do it, <laughs> you know, I will try it out just for you and then All let right. you know how it goes. Cool. Uh, now, now, if you, now, if you get in trouble, I will erase this video. Yeah, it's like delete. <laughs> delete. <laughs> look, look, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> you know, uh, I was like, the little five foot little captain. Yeah, she went crazy. Yeah, it's like, I lost her mind. I don't she know went what crazy. <laughs> um, uh, and I, I mean, I say five foot. How tall are you? I am five three. Five three? Okay. Uh, so you you and Tiny Tim are actually the same height. Um, <laughs> he, t- he told us that on this show. He said, "I'm five foot three in a good day." <laughs> you know, so uh, I actually talked to him yesterday. He he uh, he goes to my church, and so um, oh nice, yeah, yeah. So I see him, you know, kind of regularly. We, which I'm trying to figure out something else to talk to him about, you know, besides wrestling. But then again, you know, he loves wrestling too. Well, yeah. he, well, he does it. I mean, um, but yeah. So yeah, the little like I said, okay, the little five foot three captain over there. I don't know. I don't know why she's blaming me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm retired master sergeant here. I tried to tell her. Right. I tried to tell her. It's not the thing know, to do. Look, she I mean, didn't I was, listen. She yeah. didn't listen. I was trying to be a good senior NCO and mentor the <laughs> officer. But she said, look here, I'm not a lieutenant anymore. I'm a captain. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a captain. Yeah. I'm a captain. Yeah. So everybody just froze up just for a second. So, um, yeah. So. Do you see yourself staying in the army? I know it's kind of an off the rest, but do you see yourself making it a career? Um, so I, I honestly am kind of thinking about that currently. Um, so I'm kind of open to it, um, but I'm also kind of ready to like move on to the next thing too. So um it's a, it's a tough decision. I mean, I yeah. believe me, I, you know, I wanted to do, well, first when at first I was like, wanted to make it a career. And then I went to my first duty station. I'm like, 
I don't think I want to do this. Then I went home and leave and I saw nobody had jobs and I had a job. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep my job. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's so hard. And like, yeah, it, it once, you, once you've been in, it's, it's, it's scary, like to a certain extent, because like, if this is the only thing that you've done, you know, for the majority of your adult life, um, it's just kind of, I don't know what else to go into. And then not only that, it's trying to figure out, okay, what can I do after this that can get me at least near the amount of money? Right. Because right. there's so much, there's so many things that, you know, being in that you kind of, I don't want to say like take for granted, but like the BAH, the, mm -hmm. you know, substance pay on top of your base pay, like you don't get any of that <laughs> on the civilian side. And then, you know, insurance and like, you know, medical things like that, that you have to take into account that now is going to become a regular cost to you is just, you know, another thing that you have to take into account and you have to be prepared. So um, it's definitely something I'm looking into. Um, and I'm also looking at other options right now too. So I'm just right now I have two plans of action. So uh, if I do get out, then it'll probably be sometime end of next year. Um, just because the way that officers like contracts work, like right. I have already completed my contract, and so I have to apply to get out. Um, so that's like plan A, which I'm currently like doing research just to get everything kind of figured out beforehand. Uh, and then the other piece is um, I just found that they have a like master's education program. Okay. Um, and so they are currently looking for seats for like the beginning of May of this year, which would add like another 18 months, um, like a minimum that I would have to do uh, after the program is complete. So it starts in May and then it ends like the 1st of September. And so the 18 months will start after the 1st of September. So um, if I can do that program, that will be cool. Um, but again, it just depends on what the slots look mm -hmm. like and then if they pick me up for it. So is that what your undergrade is, is um, education? No, it's actually psych, um, okay. but it's a way to get graduate, you know, credits, uh, and then I can apply that to at least my electives for the master's program that I actually want to go into. Okay. So, is that at the school that you're at right now teaching, or is that a different school? No. So um, that master's education program is actually through the University of Louisville. And okay. so, okay. Um, yeah. if I get yeah, accepted to happy that, about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if I get accepted to that, then I would spend a month at University of Louisville, um, taking classes and doing all of that. And then, um, after that, I was going to go into, so right now, like I'm applying to grad school for a uh, master's of social work. And so, 
but I'm currently applying to like the University of Kentucky for that. Oh, okay. Okay. So. I'll say you go down to Louisville and hit up OVW while you're there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. I know a couple of, uh, a couple of the NWF women have wrestled over there and, and some of the men as well. So, um, I mean, they've yeah. had they, pretty they just had good a big, experiences over there. They just had a big women's event down at OVW, and I can't remember the name of it, but there was like about the women's was... rumble, yeah, nightmare rumble, yeah, yep. yeah, because like Big Mama, um, I, she told me everybody that went, and I was like, crap, I can't remember them all now. Yeah, um, it was a uh, Ella Riley, I think Savannah uh, Sweet, was Savannah. That one that one? Um, um, I think that was it. Oh, and then Anika, Anika, and right, yep. Savannah had the match down there yeah yeah uh, and nikki yeah see it they ought to have you and anika go against each other so we get a really an old really <laughs> old school thing going you know um the army captain against the mm-hmm. russian yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know i was it's it's crazy that we haven't had a one-on-one match against each other yet i've wrestled her at the women's event but it was a tag team match right and then um, me, her, and Riley had a triple threat at one of the Bone Crushers uh, events. And, but yeah, no one on one yet. <laughs> See, we need to talk to somebody, Joel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need That's money. money. <laughs> um, and real quick, because, yeah, we're going to have to go in and uh, yeah. start winding it down. But, Notice you got a little ink on there on your arms. You know, I didn't know if you and Jalen wanted to kind of compare. Dude, I'm yeah. actually looking to get some more. Same. I'm at. Got that. Last count, I'm at 25. Oh. I want to just be covered. Not not my not the back of my hands or my neck or my face, but everywhere else is fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm uh I'm at four, so I got I got some catching up to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm still at zero not that I, um not that, at one point actually i was in line there was a, um when i was in japan uh there was a marine you know he would you know he would do them in the barracks and he mm-hmm. did really good work i mean and i mean i know and i know it's like oh he did the barracks i know he actually he was like certified trained and everything i mean and it actually was safe because um he did really good work oh, and okay. you know and but he had a line of people. If that says anything, he actually had like yeah. a waiting mm-hmm. list. But he could only do it, of course, on his days off. Fortunately, right. he and I, we had the same days off. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I was like number three, you know, on the waiting list. And then he got in trouble and he was put on barracks restriction. Oh. <laughs> and by the time, he, you know, by the time that he was off of that, I had left. Yeah. Um, it may have been a good thing, though, because there's two things I was still think about getting one the grim reaper because at the time i was kind of into stuff like that okay. um and the other one would have been um yosemite sam playing a bass guitar <laughs> <laughs> that is legit uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that's like that's you know when you're 22 23 years old that's the kind oh, of yeah yeah i've got them you know, like all over here over here and then there's i got one on one on each calf. I got one on my chest. 
I feel off because I have one here, but not one here. So I have to get something else <laughs> here. Be symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a uh, bunch. But well, I mean, I can't say much, but you know, she's saying only four, Jalen. What do we say about that? Hey, those you got to bump up. Those are rookie numbers. Bump those up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, Dwayne, do you have anything else? Uh, no, it has been a pleasure talking to you. I hope we get yes. to talk to you again. For sure. And thank you guys for having me. I, I oh, really look very forward to, to doing this. So, uh, it's my first interview. Awesome. Really? Awesome. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so, I'm glad I mean, we how, could be your first interview. Yeah. I mean, how many times, have, how, how long have I been bugging you? Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, every time I see her, like you will come on the podcast. Yeah, and like, you know you we left. can pitch in. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then she left, and I was like, well, I don't know if I've ever had it on. And all of a sudden, it was what last week when you hit me up, said, hey, mm-hmm. you, still, you know, can I still come on? I was like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know. So, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you. Um, hopefully, you know, you you know, you don't get too bored out in the middle like out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> yeah that's why i go to the gym so much <laughs> yeah. to do. and i will follow that's what I, do now. I will follow you on instagram i didn't realize yeah, sure. you were on there but yeah, I'll I, follow you. I believe i already do but if i don't i will um yeah i think i already i mean obviously you know your your personal facebook i you know you're yeah yeah Dwayne, you can uh join he'll send you a friend request oh okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah sure you know he's he's one of my closest friends and so you have to accept it just based on that <laughs> just based yep. off that yeah yep. we've been friends for what 30 uh since the night like the fall of 1989 i think <laughs> our junior yeah. year oh, wow. going going on 33 years yep that's awesome yeah. yep so uh and here we are yeah podcast partners yep, yep. that's right yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Fun, stuff. Uh, fun funds but but thank you so much again for coming yes. on. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah. And whenever you want to come on again, just let me know, all right? For sure. All thank right. you, guys. All right. Good night. God bless. God bless.